Well, hello, ladies, and welcome again to Woman to Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Denise Hanks-Lawrence, and I'm excited that you have tuned in today to this space that is created to uplift, inspire, and motivate every woman on her journey to be her authentic self. So get ready, let's talk, and remember, there's therapeutic value in shared stories. We'll be right back after this break. Well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you are a regular listening member audience, hey, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for your downloads, your support, your shares, and your reviews. So we're going to get right into our topic on today. And our topic today is actually from one of our viewers and listeners' uh, requests, and that is about burnout. So the question is, how do you deal with burnout? What are the signs and symptoms and what strategies for getting you back on track after burning out? And when I thought about this, um, you know, I said, wow, that's a great question. And I can definitely identify with that. And I decided to just do this in like a two or three part series. And we'll invite someone of, you know, that's in the expert field that to say, to come in and join us and to discuss this topic. But from a personal perspective, you know, I can identify with it. And in fact, if we look at what we have been through as a society, as a world in large, at, at large anyway, during the last two years of the pandemic, we can see that many individuals have experienced burnout on a high level, especially those in the uh, healthcare professions, right? And police officers, firefighters, those dealing with trauma and any form of human services. Today, more than ever, the, the, the rate is higher. But burnout doesn't only happen to those in that area, but in many workspaces, uh, burnout impacts everyone. It's even also in ministry. We find that many ministers actually have closed down services and it's just been a massive increase of burnout. And when I thought about it, I said, yeah, definitely. I've been there. I've experienced that even just lately, re recently. You know, I've experienced burnout before. And surprisingly, during the last two years, yeah, now more than ever. And somehow, Despite all that busyness, despite all the pressure, the trauma, the experiences and all that stuff that we're dealing with, some people are still busier than ever before. They still find time for two jobs, three jobs, four jobs and longer hours. Uh, they work on, you know, they keep working and they go closer and closer to that road in high stress level. And yes, and then it hits head on. And it takes control of the mind and the body, and that pays the price. So the question then, or I should say, to answer the question or the equation of that, is that if you have a busy, unbalanced life plus stress, it will equal to burnout. And then when the result of that comes out, it's going to be affecting mental and physical and carry those consequences. So... One of the things that we need to be real with is the fact that burnout does exist. And it's more than just your everyday stress. In a sense, it's more than that because it's getting to that point, that bottom line of just complete exhaustion. 
I mean, it's just like, <sighs> that's it. And what likely happens then is that we lose the joy and the thrill and the drive and the motivation of doing, just doing. There is no drive. There's no motivation of just simply doing. So burnout now is the total loss of motivation and energy. And it usually happens because we see no sense, no sign, I, I just say, of relief. It seems and appears as if there's no sign of relief. So then the question is, how do we avoid this? Or how do we navigate this or through this? I think the first thing that we have to do is to be able to be honest and recognize the signs and symptoms of burnout. So before you, we can figure out a few strategies, techniques, tips, tools, and all that stuff, we need to recognize the triggers. Now, I don't believe there's a one size fit all, okay? That may be in some cases for some people, but I'm not from that school of thought. I remember buying, uh, buying into that theory a long time ago, even a simple uh, explanation is a t-shirt, right? A one size fit all. I look like a four-year-old trying to fit in a four-year-old toddler's gear, okay? I don't buy into that theory of a one size fit all. However, I must say that there are some clear triggers that we can all identify with. There's some clear triggers. So not necessarily a one size fit all in terms of how to deal with it, but indeed there are some clear triggers that we've all seen. And there are indeed some proven techniques and strategies that we could use and we can implement in our lives that will help us to avoid, alleviate, and to recover from burnout. So let's talk about at least one trigger in today's episode. So in most workplaces, right? Stress <laughs> is inevitable. Stress is inevitable. We see it in ministry. We see it in marriages. We see it in relationships. We see it in businesses. Yes, stress. Stress is that guess that despite the many eviction notices and the eviction attempts, yeah, will sometimes require a bailiff to be removed from the property. Hello. Listen. This trigger stress should not be ignored. Because the more that we ignore the stressor in our lives is the more likely that it will then hit us in the fact of burnout. Listen, it's important to understand the difference between stress and burnout. Now, I'm gonna put it as simple as this. Stress will have you showing up at a family cookout, go to a job fair, job interview, go to work, go to church, go on a date. You may get there late and you may get there looking kind of crazy, right? Because that's stress, you're dealing with stress, but you're just maneuvering through the day, maneuvering through the tasks, maneuvering through the responsibilities and so on. And the opportunities that's before you, you're just maneuvering through, you're just navigating through, but stress is there. But you go show up, you may show up late, you may show up with stuff missing, you know, may not show up complete, and you may show up looking crazy. That's dealing with stress and living your everyday life. Now, when burnout happens, 
Oh, sis is MIA. It's a no-show. Burnout is a no-show. And that's the difference between stress and burnout. Now, if you want to continue to run on empty, you will realize you can't run on empty forever. So instead of ignoring the stressors, we've got to come to a place where we have to be honest with ourselves and look at a passion and a motivation that's been taken out of what we do, what we love, what brought us joy and pay attention, pay close attention because those triggers are, are there. They're there and the more, they're more than just a period of unhappiness. It's more than just a period of unhappiness. There are times when we, you know, we get so angry so quickly. Yeah, we're more quick to anger. Hello, a trigger, a sign. We have less patience, a trigger, a sign. Even in doing the things that usually bring us joy, we have less patience. Some of us will even get to the point where we can't even show up to work. And we take it as a mental day. Yes, we need that. But if you look deeper, you'll see that there's deeper issues there. When you get to a place where you find ditching parties or events or gatherings, apart from social distancing, of course, but when you find yourself doing that, just willingly like that, yeah, check the stressor. And when you feel a sense of, being in a sense of ineffectiveness or lack of accomplishment, hello, that is a trigger. Matter of fact, that's an individual burnout uh, red flag because it causes this sense of excessive negative self-talk. So we get into this whole aspect of uh, putting so much pressure and demand upon ourselves, believing that we're not good enough. So we keep pushing and pushing and pushing. So let me talk about combating and I'll just talk on one thing. And when it comes to combating these stressors or combating this concept of burnout, we have to understand the factor that contributes to it. We need to understand the factor that contributes to it. So in combating it, we have to look at the fact that is it people? Is it processes? personality traits, all those things can push us over the edge. And without addressing each of these factors, we then put ourselves at risk for burnout. We put ourselves at risk. Now, let me say this. It is important to remember that burnout is really entirely our fault, right? But we get to that place where we got to now realize. So the main thing I want to say today is that pay close attention to the stressors in your life. And guess what? Begin to reduce them. Reduce the unnecessary things in your life that's causing you to get to that edge of burnout. Because the more you deal with everything on a daily day basis, okay? the higher your risk of burnout. So more than just increased stress, burnout can cause an overwhelming exhaustion. So I'm encouraging you today, take a step back and try to identify the root cause. Stop setting unrealistic goals and deadlines 
apply that smart goal strategy, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. Check out your availability. Avoid overextending yourself. Check your calendar for frequent schedule conflicts or interruptions. And guess what? Plan for the un unpredictable. Yeah, like, how do I do that? Yeah, we know that life can just bring something that we don't expect, that we're not anticipating. Plan for that moment. Plan for that extra two hours. Plan for that layoff. Plan for that, that, that uh, whatever it is, right? The unexpected. Plan for it. Have a backup plan at all times. And guess what? Here's another thing that many of us find it difficult to do. Ask for help. Hello, help over here. I need help. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Wave. Put out a flag. Send out an email. I need help. There's nothing wrong in asking for help. If you don't ask for help, you're just going to keep perpetuating the situation and pushing yourself further and further to the edge of burnout. So I hope that answers your question. And I want to challenge you as always at the end of a recording. And so this week, I want to challenge you to really be true to yourself. Sit down and ask yourself a couple of questions. You know, take this, go through it and be like, wait, am I, am I quick to anger? Am I, am, I, am I going to bed early but still rise up very tired? What, what is my pace like? Am I moving slower than I usually do? Am I taking longer to do tasks? Does even small tasks uh, somehow seem to take more energy than I can afford? Am I dreading to, to be around certain people? Am I dreading to face the next day? If you can be honest with yourself with those questions related to fatigue and anxiety and stress, and if you can look at them, then begin now to figure out a plan, how to avoid exhaustion, how to detach from that and pay close attention to the stresses in your life and reduce unnecessary ones. Listen, this sort of mental exhaustion can manifest itself physically and it can cause other things to come up. My, my, my late grandmother used to say, girl, you're going to run yourself sick. You're going to run yourself till you catch a cold by exhausting yourself, being all overwhelmed, being stressed out and exhaustion, you leave your body open to other illnesses to just come on in. And I was like, lady, <laughs> but then I realized it because that happened to me even just this week. Running myself so thin and not realizing it and getting to the place where other things, other illnesses wanted to attack my body. And listen, your body speaks louder than your brain, believe it or not. It's more honest, I should say, than your brain. It's going to tell you constantly, hello, slow down, we need help, all right? So I challenge you ladies this week, pay close attention to the stresses in your life and reduce the unnecessary ones. Please, again, thank you for listening to Women to Women podcast. I invite you to send an email, share with us your journey with dealing with this and send us an email at w2wpodcastshow at gmail.com. And we also have advertising opportunities for you if you would like to advertise your business, your programs, your services, and whatever you offer, you're welcome to do so. Send us an email at w, the number two, w, 
podcast show at gmail.com. And in the subject matter, just write advertising and we'll get back to you on that. All right. Again, thank you for listening to Woman to Women podcast. And have a wonderful day.